0: Hello guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. It's me, Alex Whiteley, and today I'm I'm recording the first this is very odd because um I'm recording the first podcast recorded at my own place since before lockdown. Um for for the listeners that you know have been listening from the beginning um and know the story of what's going on, we moved house um just before lockdown. It was in November last not last year, the year before. Um then we, we went to stay with my mother-in-law. Um, so we couldn't do podcasts there, it's a very small apartment, the pandemic hit, you definitely couldn't have people around your house, but now um, everything seems to be okay. So um, to, I'm bringing a very special guest, and again, people from the very beginning of the podcast that, that you know, have been listening from day one will remember we had a very different theme tune from the very beginning, and that was uh, the, the, the music from the artist that we've got on
1: today, and that's Dan Thornhill. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm great, thanks for having me on, this is great. It is so good, The first it? one in your new place. This is my first podcast as well, so first all first around, First all first, around, firsts.
0: Yeah. Or firsts, or firsts. Um, now, like, I mean, we, we are friends of friends, because my wife is friends with your wife. Yeah, um, that's right. And they've known each other for a long time. Um, and it's one of those things where you see each other on the street, like, ah, ah, ah. But, like, there's, a, there's always been, like, an increasing um, oh, like an increasing desire to get to know you. That sounds very creepy. You've got, like, <laughs> I like that. You, you mean you have a very similar taste in music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would say... Judging by your own Facebook, is it correct to say you you've got a bit of an obsession with Green Day? Just a little
1: bit, yeah. People might know me as that, so just just a bit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> take 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 us through that. I mean, what, what Where does that begin for you, the Green Day obsession?
1: Uh, so, it was back in school. I had this friend who was into the more like the heavier music and stuff, and I was when I was dead young. I was still into like you know just the pop music and stuff when you're younger and things like that, and mm-hmm. um, you don't really know the other. The other side of it um uh, country as well because my dad's always been in the country band all the life we can get back into that later yeah, but, yeah of course yeah um we have to so yeah <laughs> we, have to, <laughs> we yeah. have to yeah so uh but yeah when i was in school my mate uh he showed me this cassette that he had of uh of green day i didn't know them at the time and he was playing it, in the first song which is 2000 light years away from the kaplunk album i was like that's amazing and then we started watching mtv you know when they actually played music mm. videos back then and yeah, basket yeah. case came on He was like this is that band that i was just showing you and since then it was that's it so it was around uh 1997 when i first got into him and then honestly since then it's just been everything to me green day is my life so <laughs> a lot of people know me as dan green day more than my real name dan so. green day yeah, <laughs> yeah. <that does> something. <laughs> because you, there's a similarity you kind of yeah.
0: kind of look like billy joe a little oh, well, bit you know, there's Yeah, there's a lot of similarity there yeah know. <laughs> um and uh so you
1: you created the band someone else yes uh so there was a in the early days, so I started the band when I was sixteen. Originally, wow, yeah, and uh, there was a few of us that got together to to, to start the band. Um, who uh, I've, I I don't even speak to those guys anymore. I haven't seen them for a long, long time. The original, the original lot, um, but yeah, we all came up with the with the name someone else because we were thinking ages. What's what, what should we call it? What should we call it? Loads of different names came about, and then we stuck on yeah, someone else. So, like, I say when we were sixteen, and that was when pop punk was at its biggest you know like everyone was listening to green day blink good charlotte newfangory you know that was bowling for soup yeah yeah. and uh so we used to play quite a lot of shows around and we had a a massive following because again the scene was huge back Mm. then even in a small town like shrewsbury everyone was coming out on the yeah coming nights to see us so uh yeah pop punk is always going to be what I love about Green Day, though, is is their history. Obviously,
0: like, you know, since the 80s, they've been going for, you know, in the pop, punk, pop you know, pop, punk, no, it was more just punk, wasn't yeah, it? punk beginning. rock, yeah. It yeah, was punk rock you, yeah. from the beginning, and then it sort of switched and morphed, and he kind of lost his, 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 his following a little bit because he kind of became more commercial, and that's kind of very not punk, right? Yeah, well,
1: the American Idiot album, it lost loads of fans, but it gained, you know, so many more as mm-hmm. well, so it was a bit of a weird little road they've gone down but
0: but right, okay so um like when when green day disappeared they disappeared obviously because billy had his demons to fight right so they yes. dis- they disappeared for a good few years it was it was, was it it wasn't it was about 6 or 7 years wasn't it? they were gone and then they really uh, the american idiot they just they were just there all of a sudden bam we're back
1: how long was it they were out for uh, uh the warning album was out in 2000 and american idiot came out in 2004 so there's like but 4 yes, years but break. there was nothing really going on yeah bad time since then there was a couple of like they, they released international super hits in that time which is the best of yeah, yeah, and yeah. the shenanigans album
0: but i love that international super hits album yeah, yeah of course great. yeah, yeah. Was, i think i bought that album actually three times Cause you know, when you're younger you buy a disc and then you, you break the disc and you're like i need that buy that disc again and, you, you <laughs> and you're like i can't buy it a third time and then you see it in a charity shop or something you're
1: like i'm gonna buy that i bought that album like three times that's that's good uh, well because, I don't know if people, a lot of people wouldn't know, but I have a, a huge Green Day collection as well for, since 2001. you ridiculous yeah. collection. So what you just said, buying about an album three times, that's normal for me. I buy, I buy like lots of different copies. Because of it, there's
0: though. this new obsession. That I don't know if it's new. I don't know if it's new, but like, you know, bands will now release packages of the LP, the CD, the cassette, the selling cassette tapes again. Yeah, you know, that's right. And, and that's like a T-shirt. And all sort of, sort of thrown into a box. Um, I noticed... Um, uh, frank carter and the rattlesnake they were kind of like oh you can buy the whole the, all, all the cassette tapes so i was like why do you want to do that and then um uh royal blood did the same so there's, so there's this thing going yeah. on where they're
1: doing that it's about, collectors like you though that's exactly why they're doing it mainly to make a bit of money i think because so you're collectors. to blame yeah i'm to blame yeah I better stop now but like for somebody like who's into say metallica collecting they release A million things. I could not be a Metallica. I love Metallica, but I couldn't be a collector of them because the amount of stuff that they throw out is ridiculous. So many different versions and everything. So if you had the the OCD for being a Metallica collector, I I wish you luck on that one because it's a bit hard to keep up with them.
0: And it is—it is all just variant stuff, you know. Weezer release an album every six months. Yeah. I mean, we're used to that now. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean, it's the norm. Uh, yeah. So you, at least you're getting a new album every time. But when you just got like a different cover to an LP or something like that, it's kind of like
1: I need to have it. So do you have a problem with that? Then? Do you have a problem with like collecting? Collect? You have to have them all. Uh, yeah, with Green Day. Yeah, so. Other bands, obviously, that I'm into, for, for instance, if Blink released a new album, I'd get the album on vinyl or CD or whatever, and then mm. I'd be fine with that. But with Green Day, because I collect them, it's a road that I got into a long time ago, and I I need to get it. So, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, I have to get as much as I can of everything. So. <laughs> I was a missus think about that. I mean, she-, <laughs> she, she understands. Like, yeah, she, she's, she gets it. I'm sure it's like it's a bit of a weird one, but, yeah, she... No, she it's not.
0: I don't... I, no, seriously, like when it comes to... Um, fandoms or you know whether it's a geekdom or whether it's some, a hobby that you do or something I really do appreciate it because you know I'm a bit of a nerd and a bit of a geek but I, I kind of can't step into that, I've got a few Funko Pops, a little bit of Batman I mean we've got Batman all in our bedroom, my wife was like That's you cool. can have the bedroom so it's Batman all the way around but I can't allow myself to get too far no, because it's, you're yeah. sensible it's <laughs> expensive, you're being sen- it's expensive and, you're be- and you're being sensible yeah so. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, Green Day. Uh, uh, there's a few bands that will that like to make music for the fans. So Like um, I remember the Foxborough Hot Tubs thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Because people know nobody knew who Foxborough Hot Tubs was. No. Can you imagine? Like going, oh, do you want to buy some tickets for this this band, Fox Hot Tubs? Oh, that's a weird band. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you, you're buying them for like £2.50 or something just to go to some pub somewhere and then Green Day walk yeah. on stage.
1: Yeah, that's happened. Not to me, unfortunately. Yeah. No, but that would be... people have done that, like little secret shows that they throw. Billy loves doing his little mm. small secret gigs.
0: I've seen before. some crazy, crazy YouTube videos back in the day where he's absolutely smashed on stage. <laughs> yeah. And people jumping on and There's
1: one where he picks up this girl and just literally launches her into the, the audience. Like... <laughs> <laughs> people get on stage, they have a good time. I actually saw the Foxborough Hot Tubs play in London. Um, really? Yeah. So they, it was the best night of my life, and this is this is no word of lie. I've said this forever. Like so, I saw Green Day play in uh, Wembley Arena. Wow. And then after that, we went to the, the, I think it was called the Relentless Garage in London, which is a tiny venue. There's about 150 people in there, and they played in there until wow. until like three in the morning. And then after that show is when I got to meet Billy Joe out the back. So the best day of my life was then.
0: Oh, that's really nice. I know what that's like because I, I got to I got to meet Kevin Smith, who is one of my heroes. I remember you posting about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just that was a crazy night too because like I'm not one of these to wait around like stadiums. I'm not one of to wait around the back alley for them to come out. I'm not genuinely. And afterwards, we was like pub pub, pub, and everybody went to the pub, right, and uh, we had a few drinks, so we're going to have to go and make the the car park, otherwise it's going to close, and the car will be locked in. And we're just strolling out and I feel this yank and cats is dragging dragging me across Broad Street in Birmingham there's all traffic everywhere. I'm like, What's going on? She's like, he's there, he's there, he's there. And it was just Kevin Smith just stood there. And I was just literally just stood there and he looks just like he does on un- the TV. It's just weird how that happens, isn't it's it? It's amazing. You know?
1: And was it just you guys around him at that point or was there Um there's others? a few
0: people there's I think there's about five or six of us that had pictures with him. Everybody else is in the pub. <laughs> yeah, right. And he was alright with that, yeah. He was yeah, cool. yeah, well we'd just been to watch Hollywood Babylon. Like the, he literally filled the um not the NEC, was the other one, the um, well, it's the NIA, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, they yeah, keep yeah, changing the yeah, names. Yeah, yeah, the don't... one right on Broad Street. Yeah, he filled that for Hollywood Babylon because that's how big he is. Well, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was the um, the conference center uh, close to where the where you not is. the NIA. The one opposite. I think I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. The, where they do like the TV, TV recordings and stuff. Oh, I, we'll have to think of the ICC. The yeah, I yeah, right, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the yeah there you go. There you go. Bam. Anyway, <laughs> we went on an absolute tangent. Um, so someone else, um, yes. how long? How long did you did you guys
1: perform for, and where did it take you? So, like I said, was we sixteen when I first did it. Yeah. Um, then we something happened. I was sixteen. 17. Yeah. So sixteen when I started it. A couple of years after that, we stopped. Then I was like, I want to start playing music again because that's what I love. So I started again. Got some new guys in. And then we went all the way up until like a few years ago, basically. And we're not broken up. We, um, we've just, so our bass players just left. He left like a couple of years ago, whatever. And we just can't be bothered to start with the learning process of teaching them new songs and getting a new bass player just yet. We're all living live, so, right? Yeah, exactly. So we will play again, but. Not just yet. Because
0: your music so. is fun. Yeah, it's oh, we, we fun. We always it's lots of energy.
1: That's it. Well, yeah. Thanks for saying that. Because honestly, like we we love doing it, and that's what kind of makes us a bit different is we interact with the crowd. You know, we have mm. in between songs, we have a laugh, and uh, we just have a good time. And people get to run around and dance. And together. you're in the right town for it as well. Yeah, I mean. it's great. Yeah, we used to have so many different venues that we play here. That you know we'd have our followers that would come to all the shows and stuff. It's mm. it's amazing. And I miss, I miss some of them. Like we used to play in the vaults a lot, which was just by the train station. And mm. That was our oh, thing. Yeah, We'd yeah. play there like every, uh, probably every couple of months or whatever. And it would just be such a fun night if we come down, and just take lots of drinks, <laughs> and uh, plenty of music. So yeah. I love, I love a bit of, like good live music. It's of nothing. There's nothing better. No. There?
0: I, I mean. Um, <sighs> I did have a good listen to some of your music because right at the beginning, I remember messaging you like, can I uh, <laughs> some of your music? You know, absolutely. So we did, we used one of your songs. Yeah, uh, and appreciate it was it. it. was it the jump song? Jumpy that, song? that jumpy
1: song, they yeah, do, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love that song. Um, until, uh, of course, I, I kind of... Uh, we use the music from Cosmic Rays. That's, uh, that's, I, that's Charlie Adlardos I do the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't <laughs> worry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, th- so there's always a plan to maybe step back into them sort of shoes. must it's like a superpower that is, you know, to be able to just like, should we do it again? Yeah. Okay. Done. You know. Yeah. I wish I could just grab a guitar one day and just jump on the stage. Or you know, I can't.
1: Yeah. Well, no, it's it's it's. Like I say, because we had such a good time doing it and I play guitar every day anyway. It's not like I've stepped away from doing no, I see your together. YouTube videos. So yeah, you yeah. yeah I do that as well now. So but with like I say, I play guitar every day anyway. So if we when when we do get back together, we'll have a few practices and then we'll be back in the swing of it then. So yeah. but yeah, it will be fun. Um when did you start the YouTube thing? Was it a lockdown thing? Uh or was it before? Just, it was, uh, I started. I think it was March, so like just before we knew that everything was going to close yeah, down yeah, and yeah. then it... Worked out so I could do a few then. Done How it. did that go? Yeah, great. I, mean, I had I had it planned for a while, um, but I knew it's a lot of work, so I had to get it right. And it and the song, the first song that I put on my channel, which was a cover of Alkaline Trio, "She Lied to the FBI." It took me a long time to record that because I record all the parts myself with my home studio, like I've got. I'm very amateur, but I do, I do everything like the guitar, the bass, and the drums. Very Dave things. Grohl. Like <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. So I, it took a long time before I put the first video out, so I could just work on that to make it sound as good as I could get it. Then, when I put that out, I was like, right, I've got to try and keep this up now. So I have to put even more work in each month to mm-hmm. get it doing. So, so yeah, I've kept it up every now and then. But it's
0: hard, though, isn't it? When you are like, oh yeah, we've got, an- I've got another thing like. Um... We went to Miles Smiles, we, we, we covered that we had our we own outdoor studio, it was fantastic. I felt like we were doing what I was born to be doing, like I had the marquee outside, the biscuit was at a live event, and we were, it just felt stunning, like, um, and I was like, yeah, we'll make a vlog, we'll do a vlog, but I was so busy doing interviews, I forgot, forgot to record stuff, so we didn't record a vlog, but I felt like I'd broken a promise now. You alright, buddy? Yeah. Uh, for, the, for the listeners at home, uh, we're recording at my house today, so we have a six-year-old, you know, kind of casually walking around. Get him um, on the show, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we went to a wedding last night, which is, a, again, a, a, an, old, an old new experience. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been such a long time. And in fact, getting ready was was just such a nightmare because I've forgotten how to dress for a wedding. Like, I want to last... <laughs> <laughs> you forget how to do things, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it takes me about half an hour to get ready because I've got to, you know, sort of sh- shave the old noggin and, you know, make myself look good. <laughs> yes. And then there's the whole... Put one thing on. Oh, now that's terrible. Take it off. Put another thing on. Then you just decide what you want to wear. Then you got to iron it and whatever you know. But well, yeah, it was it's just a weird thing. But he was, he was. we, we got back about eleven o'clock. All right, and he was dancing all night, and um, right. I know his music taste. And I went up to DJ and asked for um, Beastie Boys. You got a fight? Oh, wow. you right. You oh. got a good music taste, then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He he likes all the uh, the stuff that's on the modern on nowadays radio, but he he likes a lot of my music as well. He likes Weezer. He loves Weezer. There you go. He's great. Then um, Green Day, um, Timmy, Timmy, He's got his headphones on. He calls. We we call Dave Grohl Uncle Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave. Um yeah, but the so I was back on he's making a promise of a vlog. You know, you, you say oh I'm gonna make this video and then it feels like
1: work then, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um and with
0: music you've got to get it right. Get it right, get it right, get it right. Yeah, it's
1: like you're saying if you've got plans to do stuff, you think of doing that and then you're just busy while you're there doing other mm-hmm. things and you're like, oh, I've got time to actually do that now. So yeah, I know that's like the same with music, 'cause I say if we've got to do something before we play a gig, it's like we haven't actually got time now. We've got to get to this gig and stuff. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, let's do a 24-hour long podcast. I'm sure it'd be absolutely fine. Don't worry about it. Everything will come together. It'd be fine. And now I find myself writing emails 24-7, <laughs> trying to work on the schedule, trying to work on sponsors, on, on, on equipment and stuff. It's... it's um. It's a, a lot more of an ambitious plan that I realized it was going to be. And, yeah, so you say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. and you go, But at the same time, when I'm there, I'll be absolutely happy. I'll be loving doing what we're doing. You know, we're going to help a charity as well and do a great thing. That's great. Um, so you say there's, um, there's a history there with country music. So This is from your dad, right?
1: Yes. So my dad has been in a country band for 50 years now. That's uh, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, they were called West Virginia. And so when I was younger, when I was in uh, in school, in the summer holidays, I'd go with him on tour. Oh, you know, wow. Like this big, like, not a tour bus, like a big van with, like, beds and stuff in. So I'd go there and he, I'd do about a week's worth of dates with him there. So that was... Uh, How amazing yeah, is that? Yeah, that was amazing. Like, I've got such amazing memories of all that times back then. And uh, so like I say he's been doing that for 50 years. But over the past few years... Um, because in in the band is himself and his brother as well, mm-hmm. with my uncle. And at the minute now they do a duo, so it's the Thornhills. Uh, my uncle and <laughs> my dad. What an amazing name for a country! <laughs> the, that fits so well, the Thornhills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so my uncle's son Wayne, he's uh, he's in the scene as well. He does solo country gigs as well. Wayne T. And. So I'm just starting out myself now. Dan Thornhill. (laughs) There you (laughs) go. (laughs)
0: Dan Thornhill.
1: I love that. That's really cool. I love that. It's like... It's come organically from
0: family. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. That's just beautiful. There's something really nice about that. Maybe one day Timmy can be like, I'm
1: going to make a podcast because my dad did. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm yeah. sure he's got more sense than that. But no, <laughs> sense. <laughs> if he's around it all the time. Then, you know, it, there's definitely... Well, this is where all the vlogging stuff comes from. Um,
0: we were really annoyed listeners because uh, Timmy had his own YouTube channel. Um, uh, What's up, Timmy? Or Timmy Toes. Which one what was it called, Timmy? Timmy Toes. Timmy... What's up, Timmy? Stop dripping juice. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he had his own YouTube channel, and he was doing cool little videos, and YouTube ma- emailed my wife last night saying, oh, we have deleted your email address because you're, we are, from the date of birth you've given us, you are under 18. And I was thinking, there's these millionaire kids that are making these YouTube videos, and they've just deleted it.
1: It's gone, literally gone. That, that, <laughs> like you were saying before, I, I don't understand. How does that work? Why? Why? no, it's no, just insane. Was there, like I one had, of those big reasons, like... or. Did they even say anything? When I was a kid
0: in college, they made us get an email address. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, like you need an email address, so otherwise you can't use the inter inter college interweb thing. You know, um, so yeah, it's it's a strange world we're living in. Um, I, I really don't understand that
1: get him back on there (laughs) yeah we will keep keep making content we will do
0: um i want to i want to get him gaming i do i think he'd be good at that Mm. yeah he's on the xbox there he's on the xbox (laughs) um country music in in the uk is very is a very interesting one interesting one for me personally i mean like i I was speaking to to joe cunningham who's doing the the organizing one of the organizers from the folk festival that's this weekend Mm -hmm. or the weekend just gone as we're going to release this. Um, and I was talking about country music because it's not got like a massive following here, but in America, it is like, it is, it's right up there, isn't it? That's with, it. with some of the most popular music. Um, and to compare it to anything over here, I'd say it's almost
1: folk music. Yeah. Uh, but with a sinister twist at times? Yeah, so like, say, in America, it is absolutely massive because. It's weird now, as you know yourself, when you say a genre, it's not the same anymore. There's too many split genres. So if I say I love country music, when I love country music, I love like Johnny Cash and uh, old school country stuff. There's a lot of newer country now when people go, oh, you like country? You like this band? I'm like, I've never heard of them before. Mm. And it's a different style of country. It's like sort of country pop. Yeah, so there's different uh, different variations of it. Yeah, it's just yeah, it too confusing, but just keep it under one. It's all country. Just keep it there.
0: Uh, I, I found a band. you know when you're, just, you're sort of perusing YouTube at like two o'clock in the morning? I found a band yeah. and I listened to them. I was like, oh, these are amazing. And he went to the next song. I was like, I need to find these again. And it had gone. And I just, I, I can't remember. I, I lost the band. I lost the <laughs> band and I found this music and it was amazing. And I, I can't find them. You lost the band. I lost the band. Oh, they awful. It's, 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 I've listened to this song. I loved it. I must have been like a, a the next day or something. This song must have resonated or some some. some and I, I tried to find them and I can't find them. Oh. But there, there was. It was like real kind of heavy, heavyish kind of country music. You know, um, and it was just, it was just stunning. And so that's my kind of in that's Shane, my co- my co-host, mm-hmm. Shane Hinton. He's, um he loves country music. Okay, cool. You know, but it's. It, I think it's frustrating sometimes when they do split things into subgenre and a subgenre is a subgenre. you like, rock isn't rock anymore, is it? <laughs> no, there's a uh, hundred different versions yeah. of it and more actually, probably. Mm, but yeah, and the same as punk. We we're just talking about pop, punk, punk, you know. Now there's punk metal. There's pop punk. There's pop. There's pop. Wedgie. And <laughs> um, yeah, so Timmy's just told us he's got <laughs> a wedgie. <I> don't know. <laughs> um, so you. You have you always been playing this country this kind of country music then or it was, was this new for you? Now to this actually is play it. This know?
1: is new for me, very new, because uh, I've been doing the band for so long and obviously listening to the punk rock and pop punk for since I told you it's at the start of Green Day. But uh, yeah, th- this is a new venture for me. Like I said, I've always gone to see my dad's play when I was my dad play when I was younger, etc. So I've always been around country music. But I've never played it's it been myself. It's like grieving to you, music. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's grieving. Yeah, what's next? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 exciting now to do something different. So the the main reason for for this one now is um, it probably would have been done a lot earlier, but uh, I got made redundant earlier this year from my work. Really? So, yeah, and so which was obviously awful because you know I was settled there, I was comfortable, it was great, we enjoyed it. I love
0: that place as well.
1: Yeah. So got got made redundant, and then I've um. I thought I've got a bit of time now, so why don't I try something and tried. I'm going to try this, so I thought there's no better time because if, if if it does doesn't work out, I can just go back into you know normal work again and do yeah. that. But if I can do something with this, then I'll try I that. I love that so much if yeah. I could if anyone's listening
0: from my, where I do work, um I love you guys, but if I could do this down <laughs> a microphone for a living. Yeah. I would. Uh, shout out to you bbc give me a yeah, job yeah they um, <laughs> keep trying you keep trying you <laughs> will get, get there them. eventually hopefully. definitely we'll see because like I, I hear so many people saying you can't work a full-time job and make a career for yourself in doing what you you really want to do you know like with uh, this podcast thing i know people have genuinely quit their jobs and gone out there and tried to do this podcast thing some have failed some have been successful i know people that Gave up everything, their jobs and everything to try and do like acting, voice acting. Some have gone, again, some have been successful, some haven't been. You're taking that risk and I think yeah. I, I really do admire that because, I mean, I know it was kind of a situation you,
1: you couldn't really help, but Still, you're making the most of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, definitely. Uh, I I totally feel that risk as well like, so. I know what you're talking about because everything's a risk now for that yeah, of course. like saying it, 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 you you can do things with a full-time job as well but you'd have you have no time you know like like it's you'd be getting me very <laughs> little sleep or whatever you know so it, it's but if you've got a bit of time like since I've been out of work I've been putting so much into music and I've got so much done and it feels great to have done all that you know without the, the stress of work as well so yeah and I do think about music a lot
0: because, like, I, obviously, music is my life. There isn't a day that goes by where I don't listen to a song of some sorts if I'm feeling the yeah. mood for it, right? Um, and I love, I love music. I adore it. But when, as a musician, uh, as someone that's struggling on that chord, trying to get the your fingers right on the strings, whatever, is there a point where music really kind of winds you up a little bit? <laughs> like, is it becoming like more of a chore than something you enjoy?
1: Uh, it- <laughs> there can be i I tell you the main thing about that would be if i'm trying to learn a song and i can't quite get the yeah. part or can't figure mm-hmm. out how it's played or whatever then you spend a lot more time on that little bit and it's like oh this is becoming unenjoyable now yeah. but if it does click and you do get it i, I could play the song over and over and you know, keep playing it and then it'll be fine but, again superpower, man yeah, yeah superpower, <laughs> power superpower, yeah it's been a lot of, a lot of time so i started, started playing guitar when i was younger as well because of getting into green yeah and of course, stuff. I mm-hmm. want to want to do that so it's been a long time since i played guitar but i just played power chords mainly for years and stuff so i learned the odd few chords but
0: i had a few uh, guitar lessons when i was in school um, when i lived in brexham when i was a kid and uh they were doing twinkle twinkle little star and i was like <laughs> when do we get onto wonder wall <laughs>
1: when yeah is that your first lesson <laughs> right when do we get
0: to that i got to playing twinkle twinkle little star it was taking too long and i was kind of like i'm bored now and <laughs>
1: Can you play guitar? Like now,
0: no, or? no, not at all, not no. at all. He's Timmy's. Do, they're doing um, ukulele uh, classes in his in his primary school in column Really? Um, so he's learning the ukulele, and wow. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So then this is the class. Like it's not just like individual. It's, so, yeah he's uh, well, yeah, said he'll awesome. pick up his ukulele
1: now and start playing it it's, in, it's insane that's am- i didn't know they really did that in little school that's amazing yeah. music stuff like that yeah, yeah. i so, can't play that so <laughs> he's one of <I'll> <laughs> <laughs> well i mean we bought him a ukulele years ago because i thought
0: oh i can learn while he learns and i can go from the ukulele to the guitar and it's just not like that it's, no, just it's not how life work. it's like, uh, more time again like he was just saying like time too much romance specific. going on in my head right now just uh get, get real get real <laughs> So you make this move to country music after losing your job. Um, how, how do you put a planning process? Because you've, you've, we've got the album now. We'll talk about that in a second. We've got, yeah. It's out now. It's ready. To, people can get it. That's right. But how do you plan that? Okay, so beginning?
1: this one's a little different as well. So um, my plan is to record my own country album next so with my own songs and stuff because the one I've got out now is country covers. Has there been enough tragedy in your life to be able to write <laughs> <laughs> I've got to just sing about drinking beers and stuff, you know, so <laughs> I, can, I can find something. Um, but yeah, so this one's a little different. So the one I've got out now is a is a covers album. So I've just done some of my favourite country songs and uh, it's going to help me sort of get my name out there for a start to show me in the country scene and help me maybe fund something to do my own album so the plan now is to uh to play some shows do some places around yeah yeah, and because uh, i've got a couple of bookings every every in a couple of places at the moment hopefully i can do that and then say get my own album out eventually it's going to be a long process so don't expect that anytime just soon but that's the plan anyway so write my own songs and make my own country album do it that way so
0: i guess get used to get used to doing it i mean i know you've been around
1: it yeah since you were younger but i mean doing it yourself you know i, mean. I, I totally agree like it's, it's so different like I said, i've been in the band for nearly 20 years like doing that i lo- love playing the shows and stuff and i did a little secret gig the other day just for like family just a couple of friends you know very very small and i've never been so nervous in my life <laughs> just for that one and i i don't understand why because i was so excited and I'm, like, I'm ready to do this but i, I guess it's so like
0: going nervous. from snowboarding to skiing you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just that little bit. It's the same, same thing. Yeah, there, there you go. A little bit
1: different. That's it. Uh, so yeah, like it went well. So that's that's good. It went good. A couple of things, you know, but obviously, it's it's new to me. So, but yeah, it went well. So I'm a little bit more com- comfortable now. So I'm going to start playing a few shows and see how they go, and then obviously branch out.
0: I can see why it'd be difficult. I mean, if you have got three guys behind you that can back you up if you if you mess up, you know, uh, but you're
1: there on your own with your guitar spotlight yeah. like, just on you, whatever you, you know. That's probably a part of it, yeah. But again. I've been playing guitar every day, Like I play it all the time, I, I love it, so I should be used to it, but I just hope I haven't over-prepared for it, you know, because you can do two things too can much. You can you do that? Yeah, because then, it, like I say, what happened to me, it, it's quite a weird situation, so when I'd go and see my dad, I've been to a few of his gigs since being out of work, when mm. when he can do gigs again, and he'll call me up and we'll just sing a song together or whatever, and. Being on stage in front of a different audience, a different style, everything—it's—it makes you just forget. So I'm on the stage. And I'm like, I forget how to, how I sing this song, oh, or yeah. forget how to do it because I'm not used to it. I know what that's like. So that, that was that was part of it for me on on the gig the other day. I'm like, I just really hope I don't forget how I sing these songs. It's just weird. I practice them every day. I like saying but then it's like, uh oh. It's not quite the same as singing <laughs> yeah. in the car, right? There you go. But it, again, it was uh, it was okay. So went okay. So. Oh, amazing. And, uh, you, you know,
0: I, I I do again. I commend you because you know you've you've lost that backup of of a band of your bandmates picking you up if you fail or if you fall, like you know. So hats off to you. Well yeah. done. Well, yeah. I can pass the blame in the band. But what are you messed up for? You know. <laughs> <laughs> if um if someone was to listen to your album for the first time, what would they expect to hear? Uh,
1: the the new one. The, the, you, the, just yeah. uh, just some. Well, you probably know a lot of the songs anyway because it's just cut co- co- covers. Uh, country country covers. So um yeah just. If you, if you like your old school country, there's a couple of newer songs in there as well. From mm-hmm. them. But uh, if you like old school country, you'll know a couple of the songs. Like my favorite country song of all time is The Gambler by Kenny Rogers, and that's on there. So again, if a lot of people know that and they want to have a listen, it's on there.
0: I mean, if somebody gets the opportunity to release a song they, they sing all the time, it's like when you go karaoke, have they got such and such? Yes, well, I'll sing that one then. Because everybody goes for their most comfortable song, but if you get the chance to press that onto a CD, I mean, yeah. that's yeah. like gold, isn't it? You know? Uh, yeah, that's really good. Um, we, I mean, obviously, I'll listen to the preview of your of your, uh, okay. CD. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll sort of copy out. Maybe we can get a copy for the listeners. We can give one away in a competition or something. There you go. Ooh. That be a good idea. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Um, we can do that. Get your name out there and, and the biscuit. Yeah. Um, uh, where can people sort of find find you and, and, and the music? Uh,
1: so f- Facebook is the, the best place. I'm, I'm very social on there. I tend to reply to all comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, it's Dan Thornhill Music on Facebook. Uh, same on YouTube. There's Dan Thornhill Music. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram as well. I think it's the same. I think one of them is something a bit different because <laughs> I couldn't have the name. So I think it's like D Thornhill Music on Twitter or something like that. Twitter's a but, funny one, yeah. isn't it? It's like, no, you can't have your name. Yeah, it's doesn't you like want your know name? One, yeah. so, <laughs> so, yeah, but Facebook's the main one. So Dan Thorner Music on Facebook is the best place to follow me. I do most of my stuff on there. So, uh,
0: And please do listeners. And, and if you know, if you have on the power of this podcast, follow Dan um, and, and sort of yeah really appreciate his music and decided to start following him just because you listen to this show please get in touch with us let us know so we can let dan know that this this stuff works yeah, there you uh, go. yeah. <laughs> a bit of good bit of feedback and speaking of feedback and um, people have obviously gone out and bought your album i saw your post yesterday thanking yes. people it's crazy. um what's the feedback been uh, like
1: it's been great honestly like i'm so surprised and so just amazed at the amount of people that have said how much they like it and uh because it's again, it's different for me. So they don't kind of expect it. It's like why well, you can do both. You know <laughs> what's what's going on here. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it's like I say, it's been great. I'm honestly can't kind have of asked for a better start. To be honest with that, I'd love that. I love that. Yeah. I and mean, I
0: was talking about that with uh, again. We were talking about the the folk festival and sort of artists that have been out of work during the lockdown and how. It's not even about necessarily about the money or the you know sort of making a living. it's having uh the audience react to you when you're on a stage that that oh, kind of yeah. that rush you get the drug that you kind of probably addicted to as an, as an artist yeah are you looking forward to getting to a bit of that
1: oh hundred percent there's nothing better than when i when I was in someone else and uh, people singing back your song to you and just loving it that that's there's nothing like that that's the the best thing ever. So just seeing people would be nice again. So we'll see people yeah. singing along. And then and that's what the, the thing about the wedding was last
0: night that um, it was with my wife's uh, ex-colleagues sort of where she used to work. Um, and so we'd, um, we'd we'd all sat around the table. I knew a couple of them. Um, and... By the end of the night, we were all like on the dance floor, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, Timmy's sliding on his knees doing air guitar <laughs> to Beastie Boys, you know. That's a, that's, I a wedding. That. that's a wedding I yeah. miss that, you know. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was very nice. Um, um, what I was gonna say, I was gonna say something like, kind of whew, out my, of my head. Um, yeah, being back in front of an audience, it, it will be great for you, I imagine. Just get a bit yeah, of practice it. in yeah. you know. Um, I I actually you know controlling a crowd as well. I imagine it's just, such a powerful feeling. I, I did. Um, we just released an episode of Yelling at Clouds, which is a show I do with my friend Eric Fluger. He's one of the smartest guys I've ever known. He's, he's a very well established artist. Uh, he's very he's world famous, uh, and we were talking about um, uh, a certain. Performance. I don't want to mention it because if you want to go and listen to that, I, I will ruin it for you if I mention it. But I've I mentioned we went to watch 30, 30 Seconds to Mars a few years ago. And before they came on stage, this guy came up with a very high-powered flashlight torch and he was shining it onto, onto a part of the audience. And they would cheer. Then he would shine it over here. They would cheer. Then he would drag the light across the audience and they'd cheer as the light hit them. And I was like, this guy must be getting such a rush right now. He's literally controlling thousands of people with a torch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine what that feeling is like. You know?
1: No, well, I've, I've never been able to do it quite no, like that. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no, 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 no but
0: you, you control the tempo, do you know, yeah. when, you're, when you're in a band? Yeah, like I said before, DJ or, in
1: between songs and stuff, we have, a, we have a good crack with the audience that everyone interacts with each other and stuff like that. So it's from the shows that we do when people get involved and stuff, we just, that's it, that's what we do it for. I just love mm. that, love that interaction. It's just a bit of fun.
0: Amazing. And if if there are young people right now that have been through lockdown, thinking of wanting to start something, but maybe a little bit nervous, what would you say to them?
1: Just do it. You gotta, if, if you're passionate about something, definitely do it. I, like my passion's been music forever and collecting obviously with Green Day. So many passions and then you've just got to keep doing it. I'm 35 now and I'm still doing the same things I was doing when I was teens. So, yeah. Just, if it's Do you efficient. have lots of music lying around uh, that you haven't used before or um, you know, hard drives, things like that? Bits. Yeah, there is. I sort of make, now nowadays, I sort of make notes on my, uh, was it the voice recorder on your phone? So mm. I've got, like, oh, that's an idea. I'll play that. Yeah, and I yeah. keep it. So I've got lots of those around. Um, but with doing the, um, my Dan Thorn and Music YouTube channel when I was doing my covers and stuff, it was all focused on that so if i think of a song and then i'll just just work on that so i haven't had time mm. to write a lot of my own songs recently but again now that is what the plan is going to go forward for my next country phase
0: yeah because i mean a lot of some of the you know you can still make money i mean i'll talk, talk about shenanigans for green day you know yeah. that's a lot of b sides stuff that they just chucked in the bin and they were kind of like
1: maybe we can do something with this you know <laughs> of course yeah um, I, I want a second one i'm surprised they haven't done a a a more shenanigans A more shenanigans yeah there's uh, there's so many more that they could use there's there's
0: there's got to be i mean when when you're in a band as big as that and you you are literally a music factory there's got to be things that will use and things that aren't there's got to be lots of it as well yeah and think the bad things as well i mean dave Grohl very famously said like things about you know he's talking about x factor and and these kind of shows like you can't instantly become famous you've got a you gotta you gotta you know thrash away in a garage and suck at suck for a bit you know you yeah. gotta be bad before you can be good that's right i don't um, think he's ever been bad though i see dave no <laughs> no no i don't i don't think he has they've just released a, a Foo fighters just released yeah. that bg's album <laughs> yeah it's brilliant I, I was listening to that yesterday i was like this is insane but it's very good as well at the same time <laughs>
1: it's different for him again but he can do anything can't he so. he can
0: he can i mean i didn't i wasn't I know, i've i've listened to a bit like Ryu, Green Day. i've listened to food fighters since i was little yeah. i've loved them um in intensity probably a bit too intensely to be honest is that
1: your your band then is it the is that your favorite
0: <sighs> i it's it, it's like choosing a child um <laughs> summer summer oh was a rick and morty referencer um <laughs> um kind of yeah i guess i think i like jay dave work work ethic and i like it who he is as a person It's oh, yeah. one of the most uh if you've never seen it guys um Go to YouTube and type in Dave Grohl stops fight mid-show. Um, the Foo Fighters are playing and a fight breaks up in the crowd and he literally stops the band dead. See and he's that? like, "You!" and he points this guy out of thousands.
1: He's like, get the F out of my show. Nobody fights on my show. That's it. That's... That is Dave Grohl. Yeah, that's and that's amazing. That have, have you seen the Green Day one as well? No, no. Oh, oh you'll like this one then. So back in the earlier days, um, there was a guy, I can't remember the situation, what was going on, but you see him pointing him out and he jumps in and drop kicks him because of what he was doing. Oh, yeah, right. so it's like really like what are you doing type thing. I can't remember the exact situation of what was playing out, but it was something bad. What what the guy was doing in the crowd, and he, Billy was having none of it. So yeah, you just watch it. Just just search something like Billy Dropkick or something yeah, <laughs> be yeah. in there.
0: The Foxborough Hot Tubs uh, gigs are very messy. very oh, messy. yeah, yeah. Very he, yeah. He looks greasy and sloshed on stage when he's there. Yeah. Um, which I don't know how it works for him though. I saw that that film that he did mm. as well because he did he's, he's, he's that film. Uh, what's it called? Ordinary World. Ordinary World. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, it's about a guy in his forties realizing that life's not—he's kind of not coming to an end, but he's not—he's kind of past his peak, if you like.
1: Yeah, it's just like still his passion was music, so he just didn't didn't want to give it up, etc. So you know, yeah, it's a, a lot of people didn't like it, you know, because it's just one of those lower movies. But I liked it because it was real. Yeah, do you know yeah, yeah. it's it's one of those
0: things? I, I we, we we watched it. I think it was like a Sunday or something like. We we're kind of like, oh okay, we'll put this on. Whatever it is, we're having a slow day. And I, just, I was just engrossed by it because it's a story of just an average guy, like a guy. You're like, this is the day of his life, you and know. Right. Um, and I love that sort of stuff.
1: I'm Pretty biased
0: with it, but I really
1: liked it anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and you know, I, I do appreciate you and, and most artists because you do you do things that m- not everybody can, right? Because I can't, like I said, I can't. I don't have that superpower. I can't jump on stage and have a guitar, play a guitar, and what have you. And you entertain the world oh, So world, You know <laughs> I'm sure there are people You must have an international Sort of
1: Following Yeah uh, I had to send uh, CDs out to America And stuff And I'm, I've made a lot of friends From America Through Green Day Because mm. um, again We've got There's a huge community, community yeah, there yeah. So I've got a lot of Well actually Plenty of friends Of Green Day So, that, so that, that helps And then they all Tend to follow me And stuff With my little Music things So yeah always appreciative of everyone that does
0: i've got an lp Mm. player in the drawer underneath my my sofa there and we're getting a unit to put here so i can put my lp player on there and stuff and um, i can't help but think but good riddance would just sound just so good (laughs) on an lp (laughs) i I, I can't (laughs)
1: wait i genuinely can't wait yeah the sound is completely different on records like people say but it really is that lo-fi sort of Hackle in the back. You got that on there as well, yeah. Yeah, I love that. You'll hear things in songs that you've listened to for years that you missed, like from just listening to it. Because without going all technical and stuff, when when it's pressed onto a CD, it compresses everything, so you don't yeah. hear things. But on the records, you hear. I know. I know. You, I know. You're you're saying. Um, mm doing the radio stuff now. I've got the I
0: use like different files as MP3 and there's lossless and there's all oh, these yeah. kind of things and flack uh which is lossless. Uh yeah. <laughs> But you know, and you you do hear the difference. You hear yeah, the difference. Right. And, and MP3 is like the lowest quality what that you can get and I didn't realize. You don't realize because that's all we used to, right? Yeah, that's like, it. That's that's, that's we used to. Uh But yeah, it's it's a crazy crazy world. Um Dan, I do wish you the best of luck oh, with this album. Genuinely, you, so um, you do a great job with uh, what you do. And obviously, you know, with what happened to you coming out of your work, you deserve a bit of success. Yeah,
1: well, I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on here again. It's no, no, amazing.
0: No. Um, and listeners, I hope you do go and check out Dan's CD and check it out. Um, So what what kind of formats are you, are you planning to? Are you just CD and there's yeah. a digital download? Yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: So... Um, We'll see, if I, when I do my own album, there might be a few more options, but I'll see that when I get to it, because it's very expensive to do things now, especially if someone like myself who's just making music myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not like I've got a backing of a record label that could just put out all these different Is that the idea records. though, maybe someday, or I, would you prefer would, to be independent? I would, well, uh, as long as I can make a bit of money myself to live mm-hmm. on it, I'll yeah. be happy. Yeah. But I would love one day to have an album on vinyl though, I would, I would love that, it's just very, very expensive, so maybe that's mm. a, a plan down the line or a goal guys go and buy a cd give, give <laughs> yeah. this guy his dream this
0: definitely deserves it um all right dan i need to tell you something about what we're doing as well i've kind of cool. already had a moan about it because it's a lot of hard work but uh, we are doing a 24 hour long podcast guys uh we're doing it in a to in a lot in order to raise money for Lingan davis um, and we're going to be doing this at 9am on the 29th of September um, we're going to go live and we're not going to stop until 9am on the 30th of September, it's going to be crazy wow. uh, we have a venue thanks to our friends at Shrewsbury Town, the community, we're going to use their community Reach Hub, which is just outside the stadium football stadium uh, we have our, our sponsors with, with Reach, they've sought out our logo they're marketing us, they're doing our, running our social media, they're doing a great job, we look great because of them so thank you Reach We have a website, thanks to Web Orchard. Um, And, you know, it's going to be uh, a continuous YouTube stream, so it's going to be visual as well. We've got some amazing guests. We have Charlie Adlard coming. We have um, Smash Life are going to come. Uh, Dean Harris is coming. Kelda Wood is going to come. Um, Adam Pennell is coming. We have Mark Summers from uh, US TV. He's like a US TV hosting god. Um, We have so much going on. Uh, and awesome. it's, it's a lot of hard work. We're kind of getting there, but what we do need help with, guys, is we need sponsors. We are obviously the the public can vote uh, vote. Oh gosh, <laughs> the public votes are like in. Angus right? Deaton. Now you can vote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the public can uh, do, donate, of course. We have a we have a text to donate number, and uh, we have uh, the Just Giving page. If you get Just Giving, then type in Pod Aid. Um, you can find it there. Um, but we after corporate sponsors, we are selling um, sponsorship hours so you can have your hours so we can have this uh this hour is brought to you by such and such. and as it's visual and on youtube we can have, put your logos on the screen with us and we can play in you know, a sort of promo videos if you've got an advert you want to play play whatever we can do that and um, so please get in touch with us if you want help with pod aid it's a great thing that can go on to do something amazing next year we want to challenge people to do better than us you know content creators around the world whether you are a game streamer, whether you're a musician, whether you know, whatever you're doing, if you can go out there and affect your community positively, wherever you are in the world, then what's the worst that can happen? You know? That's it. That's the that idea of playing. amazing. It. Yeah, good luck. Um, with that. Get in touch with us. Oh, thank you. I do appreciate that. Um, we're after music as well. If, somebody's, if anybody's got any music lying around, <laughs> that ask we can use. <laughs> um, because uh, we just want some intro music. Um, but get in touch with us, guys, from our website, which is the UK. And that's made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. Dan, I've loved chatting to you, genuinely. It's been um, it's great, um, great. Um, and uh, I do wish you the best of luck. With Thank friend. you so And much. if you ever need the help from the biscuit, if you're doing a live show and you want wants to turn up and get some reactions, I was speaking to—is um, it Chasing Malloy, the new new band that's out in Shrewsbury recently? We dropped, we it. and I, I was like, I have got ideas for this like Zane Lowe type show where we we sit around, we have a couple of beers, and we do an interview. And then we fade into a bit of your live performance. And then we fade back and do a bit more interview. Then afterwards we would get like an after-show reaction. I was like, I'm going to look exactly like Zane loaded did when I was a kid watching him on MTV too. Do you know what I mean? That sounds amazing though. That sounds really cool. So, <laughs> so I'd love to play play around and practice with that kind of audio. So if you want us to do that, we yeah, obviously. that could be brilliant, that, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. All right, guys, uh, we're going to go. Um, and uh, we hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. Make sure you join us next week. And I really do appreciate every single one of you. Um, thank you very much and peace out.